Republic of Texas Radio, February 11th, 2024. You know, here in 2024, our society, and you probably know, but if you are listening to this in 2024, has become very complacent, very comfortable. You know, a lot of the people here at Republic Broadcasting are, well, they've already been what we call red-pilled, and that means that, well, we're not really that complacent or, well, the world doesn't seem fun and comfortable and all about partying and retiring into the American dream of, you know, I don't know what the hell the American dream is, but, hey, this story is the American dream, right? Well, check it out, right? Well, it's the American Horror Story. I heard about this um, last week, and it's um, it's just a weird framing by the corporate media bastards, right? And it, it's a very sensitive situation, right? Um, and it, it's really hard to, to talk about it, especially cynically, because everybody's going to be, oh, well, Steve, you're a dick. And, well, that might be true, too, but there's a problem with this. And I don't know what it is, so let's talk about it. Here it is. Mother of Kentucky woman allegedly drugged and raped with friend at Bahamas Resort knew something wasn't right before receiving disturbing text. And I'm going, what? A mother of some, what What the hell was that? Okay. So um, here, here's, you're like, what happened? The, oh, some poor mom. Well, well, you know, as you dig into the story, right, this is the problem that happened in the Bahamas. Two, um, two ladies, right, they're, and it, it's, they're not children, right? That's one of the things. They kind of, yeah, didn't that, that headline try to, and all the headlines kind of try to make you feel that we've got some 14, 16, 18, 22-year-old chicks traveling together, you know, besties cruising around, but no, these are, um, and, and oh God, Steve, you're a dick. These chicks, these women are 30 to 40 years old, right? And you're making fun of them because they were 30 to 40 years old? Yeah, I guess I am. They weren't kids. They knew what they were doing. They were on a cruise ship to the Bahamas. They were wearing their cutely little, um, they look pretty good for 30 40 year old chicks right you know they're not little girls anymore but but they look pretty good in their tight bikinis and well they they went to a resort it must be nice to travel the world in comfort right and i'm not saying this because you know i'm jealous of them traveling i wouldn't spend my money traveling around drinking whatever margaritas or uh pineapple drinks but they did they they felt it was important to get together later on in life you know i guess they were friends when they were kids but you know from what i could see in this and i i kind of i'm stuck on this this little uh, uh story right because it does seem to be a story and this focus on one of the women's mom is kind of like tries to make the story seem like what we're talking about is some young 
girls being taken advantage of. Well, I guess they did a social media post right on some damn thing and danced around drunken and so forth. And the mom knew something was wrong because that's not like my daughter. She's not a slut and drunken around or whatever. And allegedly they were both raped. And some of the verbiage that that, that came out of these um, uh, this thing are just questionable, very questionable. The video footage that was shared by the resort um, said, well, her story and our cameras don't show the same thing, right? And um, how's this one? When she came through talking to her mom, she was saying that she was um, in process of my rape. What? What the hell is that? You know, I, I, I don't know. You know, all I know is it's a very poorly covered story, right? Maybe it's because it's sensitive and I know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy. I don't understand any of this crap. But traveling around the world in a boat in a bikini and just because you want to get off and go to a resort... To relax, I mean, we all know that being in a cruise ship is very stressful and hard, so you have to get off, take off all your clothes, put on a little bikini, and relax, because it was so, I don't know, man, sounds like slutting around to me, but hey, you know, I, I get it, you know, girls just want to have fun. Uh, See, th- th- this is like, you know, this goes on, different variations of this go on, you know, in the workplace, you know. Uh, you've got a woman that that works in your office or in your store or something like that, and she comes in in this skin-tight dress, and she's got a nice figure, and she's all dolled up, got her hair made up, you know, makeup on, lipstick, you know, big pouty lips and everything, and, and, and she walks and she walks by, and you say, hey, Sue, you look really good today. That's a beautiful dress, man. You, you, you look uh-huh. really good today. Sexual she harassment. Sexual harassment. It's like, why mm-hmm. did you wear a skin-tight dress if you didn't want to be noticed? Yet, if a man notices you, it's sexual harassment. Now, why in the hell didn't you? Why weren't you wearing a pantsuit or a frumpy dress down to your ankles? You know, I mean, it, you know, you, you apparently put that on because you wanted to be noticed. Yet, when you're noticed, you you, you cry sexual harassment, sexual harassment. Yeah, you know, yeah. Men have a sex drive. I'm sorry to say I, that, but you know, I hear man, you. Yes, men have sex drives, and and when when a woman looks good, yeah, we get a little randy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, well, all I can say to that maybe. is the object of your affection is changing my complexion from white to rosy red. <laughs> no, I don't know. From what the girls said, when I when I have this discussion, because this isn't a new discussion that you just brought up, Alan, you know, they want to feel attractive. They want to look good. And they're doing it for a particular person. That person's not you. So they're upset. And, you know, well, there you go. And maybe they're a little bit mentally unhinged, too. That happens a lot. Um, but that happens with guys, too. Don't get me wrong. You know, everybody's a victim. But um, I don't know. I don't want to get off on that tear. And, in fact, we got another caller. And I think we do this to this caller quite a bit. We're always talking about one thing. And then I kind of jump the shark and... Well, move along. Got to be Mike in Kentucky. Oh, you're funky like on happy days. You jumped the shark. Yeah, I don't know. Art, art with the shark. What are you doing, man? Okay. Hey, 
Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Hello. I'm, I'm kind of at the great old stage right at the moment. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, I look around. I watched a, a movie last night, and I don't remember which caller it was that recommended it. It's called The Second Revolution. It came out in 1997, I believe, if I remember correctly. Had uh, uh, Bo Bridges and uh, what's the black dude's name? Uh, uh, narrated Roots. I can't remember his name now. Um, but uh, it was a very well done movie. And it's about a state closing its borders. Then the federal mm -hmm. the federal government stepping up, trying to force them to reopen their borders to take these uh, uh, immigrants, whatever you want to call them. Wow! And it, was, and it showed states sending their national guard to help uh, uh, to stand with the governor of the state that wanted to close the border, and and all of this, and it, it ends up with a firefight between the federal government and the National Guard from all these various different states. Very disturbing video, but it kind of got me to thinking, looking at the situation we have right now with our southern border, how close we might be to something like this becoming an actual reality. And I was very disturbed by this, because this is the last thing I want to see happen in this country. But unfortunately, going to what you were talking about earlier, you know, about how do we remedy this problem. Unfortunately, I don't see that we have too many options at this point. I mean, we see what's happening over in Germany and, and other countries where the uh, farmers are now protesting and raising a ruckus and spraying fertilizer all over government buildings and all this chaos happening in the, their downtown squares and everything else. And I'm thinking it's probably not too long before we start seeing that here in this country. And if we do, what's going to be the result then? This is coming to a head, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm very bothered hey, at thinking about the possibilities. Yeah, well, hey, maybe Art, you're right. Think, think about think about this for a second. While these people are off spraying that manure or, or fertilizer, as you called it, uh, up against these buildings and stuff and protesting and stuff, what are they not doing? They're, they're not, not farming. They're farms. Exactly. And so therein lies the, it's a perfect remedy to a situation that government caused. It's a perfect remedy because they wanted them to stop farming in the first place. So now they're off and, and doing what they have to do or what they feel they have to do to protest. So, yeah, th this is an interesting scenario happening, and it's happening all around America. And so look at the convoy that went down to protest the border and stuff. Well, we, yep. we peacefully protested. We wanted to bring attention to it. Well, the attention's there. All you got to do is turn on the mainstream media. You can see these people walking across. And you know damn well these people didn't come across the border. They didn't walk 2,000 miles from Venezuela or whatever. No. They were bus no. there. They were plane there. They're walking across in their Nikes and their white shirts that don't have no dirt on. None of these guys look any worse for wear and stuff. So the story, the scenario, the story is just, it's, it's oblivious to what was actually happening here. Yeah. Hey, hey guys, mm -hmm. on, on, on this subject, it's like, what, what, why do we need farmers and ranchers? The government will provide you with these protein bars. We call them Soylent Green. Mm. And you might be in your fast food restaurants right now. Yep. Well, Alan, that's so 10 years from now, five 
maybe three, six months. I don't know. Well, I, I also want to mention, you know, uh, a lot of people, I get a lot of you don't like Glenn Beck. He's not my favorite guy either. But he does a lot of good work ever since he struck out on his own. He has been, I've, I've watched him evolve over the years since he left Fox and went out on his own. And now we see Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson's doing the same thing. And I think Tucker Carlson's doing a really good job now. But Glenn Beck just released a video. You can go on YouTube and you can watch it. Go on YouTube and look up the real reason farmers and truckers are rising up around the world. It's very distur- It's very revealing, very disturbing, and it reinforces everything that I'm afraid is going to happen. I'm seriously concerned. If this happens, I feel bad for anybody that shows up out in my area out here in the country because we're not going to be very welcoming of these people as they try to leave no. the cities. We're not going to welcome them out here. They're, they're not welcome. We don't want them out no, no, here. Our- our, our, uh, uh, Steve, Steve, no, you know, my, my uncle out here, you know, I was trying to tell him, you know, it's like, why don't you just order some storage food? You know, if, if, if what I'm talking about never happens, at least you can eat it, you know? And he says, well, why should I order it? And he said, he if said, you've what got I'm it. Actually happens. He, he said, I'll just come up <laughs> exactly. to your place. And I said, that's why I'm telling you, because I don't want to have to shoot you when you're coming up my driveway, you know, because you don't have to. <laughs> Exactly. I, I told my uncle that, you know. I know, but your uncle has a silencer that costs more than all your storage food combined. You know, <laughs> kind of like what the hell? You know, come on, man. <laughs> Let's see, you, damn it! Come on, man. <laughs> I Joe what. Biden there for a second, Steve. I, I, I <laughs> come on, what. man. I tell you what, if it gets to be too crazy, man, I'm gonna let you know now. I'm gonna sell my property. I'm gonna rent a truck. I'm going to bring all my supplies, all my food supply, my seeds, my tools, everything. Bring your rabbits. And and I'm coming to your place, Alan. Yeah, just bring your rabbits. rabbits. I'm not coming in here. It's not the Four Seasons Hotel, but you're welcome here. (laughs) (laughs) But I won't be coming in here to guarantee that. Well, you make a valid point, though, but, but what you said is almost a black pill. It's almost a black pill what you just said because you didn't That's say anything he said he about was with your neighbors and stuff. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, is yeah. that you're, we're going to wait for them to come for us. We're not going to do anything on the offense if we're just playing defense we, right now. We're all on the offense. You know, I'm not on the defense. Art's never been on the defense. He's always been offensive, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean that, you know, the, the other way. But, but, but literally, over the years, how many people has he talked about talking to, you know, throughout his, his conversations on air? I've heard him lots of times. You know, the, the little trips into town, right? The trips to the VA, the people in the VA that have to put up with his crap. There's one thing that he doesn't do is hold back right oh, and yeah. so that is the offensive not really stinky or smelly looking bad right but but on the offense is done on your daily life at least that's the way i see it and then we get on here and we talk about stuff and give each other ideas and we try to take over the world well the world takes over us i guess i'm not trying to take over the world i probably don't know what's good for it but maybe i do 
Ah, that was a lot to be said. You know, going going back to the Super Bowl, guys. You know, if both teams only had a defense, there would never be any scores point or any points scored, would there? You know, and but that's kind of the world we're living in. We're we're, we're basically on the defense because at this point in time, the offense that we have that we know needs to be done is not viable at this point in time. But it's coming. No, it's not. And, uh, but, but, you know, but it really no. Actually, it is viable. We haven't we haven't thrown it to the curb yet. The, the fact of the matter is, is we just haven't come up with the right scenario. But but look at the look at the CNNs, the NBCs, the ABCs, and all that stuff. They're telling us that you know resistance is futile. January sixth scared the hell out of a lot of people. I don't care who, who what, you got any comments on that. Fine, whatever. But that scared the hell out of them. We got to see people prosecuted for something they really didn't do. That was not an insurrection. If it was an insurrection, we would have showed up with weapons and stuff. And that scared the hell out of a lot of people. So yeah, I I would say that black pilled a lot of people. Yeah. Sure, and it was and a well, lie. Guys, you know, you know what, 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 what happened in the 90s when the Patriot Movement, you know, John Statmiller was involved in a lot of this, you know. The Patriot Movement, you know, was a big movement, man. It was growing. People were, you know, mm-hmm. they were forming yeah. groups and, and, you know, and, and, you know to, for resistance and, and survival and everything. And, and, and then you had, you know, um, all, all these events happen. You know, had Oklahoma City and, um, and uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the guy in, you know, Idaho, you know, uh, that, that, you know, okay. shot his wife in the face holding the baby. <laughs> Um, you know, all this crap happened, and, and what happened to the Patriot movements? They got quelled because, yeah, how many people out there are quaking their boots because they were actually in Washington, D.C.? They just haven't been contacted by the FBI yet, right? Well, exactly. I was there on January 6th, you know. I was there on January 6th, and I'm always worried that some idiot's going to come knocking on my door want to start some crap with me. And I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to play the game with them because I'm just simply too old and too tired. We're tired of playing the game, aren't we, my friend? Yeah. Well, mm. Three years later, and now they want to bring up Donald Trump on his, uh, uh, insurrection charges. How yeah. do you call a, a sitting president? He was a sitting president in January 6th. He's still the president. And they're going to say he was an insurrectionist? No, he's the leader yeah, of the free nation world, as we saw it. Oh. Yeah. You know, after our conversation yesterday, Andy, um, it, there was nobody so far from the Stop the Steal rally, the January 6th, as a lot of people like to, nobody has been charged with insurrection. Nobody. There's, there's all, all sorts been, of other it's stuff. All it's all been uh, accusations it's all, of trespassing, destruction of nonsense. property. It's cute. Like that. But not one, not, not one uh, indictment for insurrection or anything like that. And then when you look at what they're doing in, in Colorado, taking uh, taking Trump off the ballot because he engaged in insurrection, wait a minute, you're doing something against this man that he's not <laughs> even been charged with, let alone convicted of. You just literally convicted him in a oh, yes. damn trial. No, it's this, damn this, beautiful. This, I can't this, believe this, it. This, it's this, hilarious. Osama bin, Laden was ne- Osama bin Laden was never on the FBI's most wanted list. You know? I mean, what? He had, no, you mean Tim Osman? Yeah. Tim Osman, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, we're degrading. We're degrading. I got some other calls. Uh, hey, Art, thank you. I really appreciate thank you Art. all the time. All right, y'all have Take a great care, one. Okay, well let's let's notch it back down to reality. Well, not really, because um, 
We've got Matthew in Louisiana on the line, and that's really going to straighten us out. Right, folks? Hey, Matthew. Hey, Matthew. Hey, well, my principal objective in calling is to prevent Andy from talking about the Super Bowl. That's (laughs) So anything I can, you know, I mean, let's just, we'll talk about black pills, red pills, you know. Black pills, red pills, blue pills, you know, it's a good mm-hmm. nursery rhyme. Right. That's but, you great. Know, um, the, uh, great pills, oh boy. Um, well, um, previous caller, gentleman, uh, talked about um, Glenn Beck going out on his own, and then uh, Tucker Carlson going out on his own. TCS. And then I had like this, and I had this like alarming, um, you know, like foresight. How about if Alan goes out on his own? And I'm thinking, oh shit! <laughs> you know, pardon my French. Pardon my French. But imagine yeah. if Alan goes rogue. You know, we got Chuck Man. going rogue. You yeah. know, we got Glenn Beck going rogue. If Alan goes rogue, oh man! Yeah. Now, aside from uh, my principal objective of preventing. Uh, Andy from talking about the Super Bowl is, you know, it's a big game. It's a big game. Um, you know, the whole right to farm, you know, uh, heirloom seeds, uh, uh, for, uh, the, the right to collect rainwater that falls from the heavens or the sky, poisoned as it is, uh, or mm. as it may be, uh, is a human right. And, um, you know, I, I really think uh, that I'm, I'm seeing a, a nativistic, you know, a, a, sm- a, a ever-growing uh, community gardening, and uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, resurgence. Uh, you know, probably which started in like the 1960s. I'm seeing it gain a lot of momentum. You know, I'm planting various, you know, uh, new seeds. I'm actually planting this year brown cotton, heirloom brown cotton from Louisiana. Hmm. Uh, why? Just because. You know, it's a rare seed. But, you know, the, uh, I mean, Oregon, for example, like, I think it was like seven years ago, um, made illegal the collection of rainwater. And yeah. I think we can, we can refer to, uh, uh, well, we can ask Andy about that because he lived up in that uh, <laughs> quadrant of, uh, you know, of Canada or the United States. Uh, yeah, they, it's they, Andy's they fault. Well, hey, 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 Matt, Matthew, <laughs> if you look at this from a purely bureaucratic uh, standpoint, um, yeah. the, the the government owns the airspace up to so far above our heads, so, and that's where the weather systems are. So if you want to look at it from a bureaucratic standpoint, they do own the rain. Yeah. Right. Well, but 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 you own aerial rights over your property. All right. So Hey Matthew, it's easier it's easier to 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 deal with it with this way. The government just says F you. That's it. It doesn't they don't need rule. Back when they first back when they first brought out these HOAs and stuff, they actually left one lot empty. They didn't build a house in it, and that, that became a community garden. 
And then all of a sudden, they, they tore the garden down and put a house up there because they didn't want you growing your own food. Because we did have heirloom seeds back then. They weren't they weren't all GMO and whatnot. And, and when I did, we didn't, because you can get seeds from your garden. You can get heirloom seeds from your garden and whatnot. So this this entire uh, situation has been going on for years and years and years and years. And it is, it is an Agenda 21, Agenda 30, Agenda 2050, whatever you want to call it. They do have a master plan, and we're just falling right into it because we can't see any way how to fight back from it. The plan is a, it's a starvation plan. That's what I call it. You know, Absolutely. the COVID, you know, this COVID hoax and, and the inoculation, um, you know, of so many um, millions of people around the world. Um, yeah, you know, you know this has been done so many water. times, you know, the math union or the Holodomor, you know, you control the food, you control the people. Same thing. You know? Yeah. Yep, same thing. And, and next, the next act in this in this tragedy is going to be the starvation plan, and we're watching that happen in real time. I mean, mm-hmm. resistance yep. is putting the seed into soil and watering it. Isn't that? Um, I mean, that's pretty uh, hippie, huh? Well, but hey, but what Ellen just said, what Ellen just said is very important. Whoever controls the it food is. controls the people. But then you can put that in several different scenarios. Whoever controls the water controls the people. Whoever controls uh, the air right. controls the people. Whoever, you know, right. you can put several different scenarios in there, and they they control all of it. And they're all being weaponized currently. They're all being weaponized concurrently, and you know, people are just sitting around. Wondering who's going to win the Super Bowl, Andy. All right. Exactly. <laughs> Britney Spears will win. Britney Spears <laughs> wins the Super Bowl. I mentioned the Super Bowl, and that's all I wanted to say about it. <laughs> no, actually, yeah. Andy's the Taylor Swift fan. I think he's a closeted um, Taylor Swift fan. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Of course, oh my not. God. Of course. Yeah. I hate this day. I really do. Every year it comes around where, where they talk about the commercials and they talk about, and I go, screw you all, right? And I, I even got friends that really are, are good friends, and they, they like football, and they, they, they really feel bad that they can't talk to me, and I'm so, well, negative towards their their game, you know, Um I don't know why, you know. Well, yeah, because it's overblown and stupid, and hell, it's probably fixed. They probably know exactly who's going to win. You know, it's already been done. And I don't, I don't believe anything about this whole, you know, singer chick, you know, and her football player guy, right? I, I, you know, George Soros bought her um, uh, her uh, song list. You know, yeah, that's me and my red. On my black pill, I just don't believe it. We're we're missing something with the Super Bowl here. It's the number one day or a week or maybe even the month. It's the number one time of of trafficking children and and young adults and stuff too. There's there's a whole uh, cloud around the Super Bowl that has everything. Oh, that's right. uh, Manipulating Uh sexual stuff and whatnot. So that's right. There's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, I forgot about time. that. Thanks for bringing <laughs> it, it, that up. It, 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 it's satanic pedophilia. It's the most wonderful time Ooh, of the year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, God, God, the pimps and the hoes. What better place hey. to have it yeah. in Las Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Andy, wow. 
That's that's just brutal. <laughs> now it's getting even worse. You just ruined my morning. Well, no, I think it was pretty bad. Yeah, no, you're not. Hey, you got anything else there, Matthew? We want to go on to oh, to, to Ryan real much, quick. Except for the thing is, we do not want Alan to go rogue, and um, um, I am going to bring does, a I'm yurt going with up him. there. I'm bringing a yurt up to your, uh, 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 and I'll, I'll, I'll bring <laughs> up five thousand rabbits. And I, I'm, I'm perfectly rabbits. willing. All right. to go rogue. If my truck will totally. make it that far, I'm perfectly willing to go rogue. I hey, I, 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 point, but. Yeah, I, I vote for Matthew. Right. He's bringing his rabbits. Great That's great. Right. Killer. <laughs> okay. Hey, th- thanks for the black pill, my friend. I was I was running low. I I I, I, you, thanks, you, I, I just swallowed another one along with the black. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> We're about to hit the break, so let's just bring Ryan on real quick before we, and then we'll hold him over. Ryan, Ryan from. Oh, Hi, Ryan. Ryan dropped. Sorry, Ryan. That was quite a quite a little stay you had there, but it kind of gets uh, we get long winded. But that such is life. Let's bring back on Chance, and then we'll hear the music. Chance, you're back. Yeah, guys, I forgot Damn. to tell you something. I'm going to give you an inside tip on who's going to win the Super Bowl. All right, it's going to be the bookies <laughs> and the devil. The pimps? <laughs> the bookies and the, the devil. Pimps and the, oh, the pimps okay. and the hose. Yeah, the pimps and the hose. Yeah, I wouldn't That's the go against tip. you. That's the inside tip. Well, the bookies uh, and, and, and the and devil. I'll say ultimately, ultimately the bankers win, whatever whatever happens, so go ahead. Well, he's part of the, they're part of the devil, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I still haven't figured out what we'd replace bankers with in the future, you know, but, you know, monetary policy is kind of interesting. I like having a medium to trade with. That's a, um, but I don't like the concept of bankers. You know, I, I, what I, I don't I don't particularly like cash at this point in time, but that's how I deal. Uh, what I really dis- disgust me is, is uh, Bitcoin. But I, I know you're an internet guy, Steve, and a computer guy. And you know, <laughs> but I, I, I well, just see, see that as a downfall. That's, you know, that's that's to me that's CBDC. You know, basically. Oh, well, no, it's, I, not, it's, it's, it's private. Yeah. It's totally secure. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, backed by the feds. Here's the dollar. Hang on, folks. Republic of Texas Radio. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime fighting, political science analyzing broad. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti cicada agenda. I'm a born again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. Thank you, Bill Gates. There 
was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus. All right. Do we still have Chance on the line? Are you there, Chance? Uh, Chance is gone. That's okay. We'll keep going. We do have a little bit of time left, about 30 minutes, and we were just kind of talking about, uh, well, I don't know what we were talking about, monetary policy, Bitcoin, gold, whatever. I don't know. That's a conversation do we really need to get into today. Red pill, uh, blue pill, black pill? Is that really black pill? What, what do you think? Is is the monetary such a, a black pill Alan, I remember doing a – just recently I went over to a uh, – what is it? A Texas Independence type thingy, and I started giving them the whole Texas Independence via the monetary collapse. And, oh, God, the look of those old people as I told them that. I, I just – smashed their puppy dog from what would happen, right? As I was telling them about how, you know, screwed they were as far as the money goes. Uh, I think it's a pretty big black pill. It's like, it's, you know, you know Steve, you gotta, what, what you need to do next time you go to one of those meetings and start talking about that, get one of those $100 <laughs> trillion Zimbabwe dollar bills and say, you want to know what's coming to our country? This was actual currency in Zimbabwe. It's $100 trillion. You know, uh, but it's worthless except for as, as just a little memento and you know something that that people are they're aware. You know, um, Steve, uh, uh, on, on Bitcoin, real quick, I, I I've heard it was going to go to a hundred thousand dollars and nothing. What's it What's it writing at right now? What What is Bitcoin? Uh, is, how much is Bitcoin worth of nothing right now? Twenty Twenty uh, grand. No, it's forty so grand of nothing. If I wow. I think it's forty grand of nothing, you know. Uh, the last I saw it, and it's going up, but it went down. I don't know. Here, you, you try to figure it out, and I don't pay that much attention to it. But well, it's been pretty good for me. Go ahead. Here's something from the 
Here's something from the 90s. You know, back when I was uh, doing fences and decks and whatnot, I actually came across a guy who wanted a deck, and what he had was this thing called Ditech Dollars. And what it was was a bunch of flipping coupons, if you will, and they, this guy <laughs> had actually... These guys, no, these guys actually had you know, worked it out with all these different people, yeah. a dentist, you know, hardware sure. stores and stuff in the neighborhood and stuff. And you could, you could, I got paid in Ditech dollars. I think we got like $5,000 in Ditech dollars. And, and so it was their own monetary little system and stuff. But I mean, at least somebody was trying to do something. It wasn't called well, counterfeit because it was legal. Hey, you know? hey, hey, Andy. Andy well, it wasn't money. Sounds like it. Do you, do you remember S and H green stamps? I mean, or or, 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 or the Different. company store and company currency. You know, um, you yeah. know, in, in the coal mines and everything. Um, that's what that sure. kind of sounds like. Yeah, it, but it, see, it, that was it, more it like the Ithaca hours, Ithaca hours, or mountain hours. You know, or there there was a, a few different things. But when we deal with that, that's like monetary crap right where do we want to go next when the the you know u.s currency is gone right it's not gone yet but you know going back to the tucker putin interview you know they went over that and you know we've been seeing that the writing on the wall how many years ago did you uh, kind of uh enlighten your uncle to the existence of the bricks and i you know he didn't really understand what the hell that was it took him a minute to to go. Oh crap! You how, know, how far is the money gone, Steve? Back back, mm -hmm. back in the '60s, when Corvettes, you, you you could buy a new Corvette for four thousand dollars. In today's world, that, that you would do good to buy you a good set of tires for four thousand dollars. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> to, to, to put on your Ford Pinto, you know, or whatever in the hell, you know, Escort or whatever. But yeah. Well, look at look at the monetary system. Okay, back when just before nine eleven happened, our national debt was like seven trillion dollars. Here we are in twenty twenty four, and it's thirty four trillion dollars. Is that not a fire sale? These people knew they're going to destroy the dollar, so they had to print as much as they could, give it to the guys that are going to do the the work for them and whatnot. All, AKA all of those people who can say that they're billionaires, the Bill Gates, the George Soros's, Ted Turner's, uh, Oprah Winfrey's, blah, blah, blah. These were the, the flipping people chose to uh, to ruin and, and destroy our nation and whatnot. And that's what it is. It's a fire cell. So they keep printing and printing and printing because they know they're going to destroy the dollar. So what are these people doing with their dollars? Buying everything they can because we have faith in the dollar. We believe it's worth something. And it's not worth even the paper is printed on, but mm -hmm. we believe it is. And these people are buying everything up. And that's how they're controlling us. Well, yeah. you know, well, well, you, 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 I, you I say the know. paper it's printed on. Uh, what, what, what percentage of, of, of the American money is actual cash and coin at this point in time? What, like ten percent or something like that? I've heard. I forgot what what the percentage is. The rest of it is is literally just all digital. You know, it's just bank transfers. Digital, you know, yeah. electronic. You know, typing and and you know most most of the money out there is not actual currency you can hold in your hand. It's just digits floating around in cyber world. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not too sure. All I know is we, we sit there and we talk about this a lot. <clears throat> we talk about the haves and the have-nots. And, you know, your neighbor, Alan, uh, Alan um, what was it? Andy and I were having this discussion yesterday about rich, rich men, poor men. I guess that would be probably the right name for the conversation about how 
Oh, I say I. I said to Andy. I said, well, well, where do you fit in this world around us today? Uh, Fredericksburg, Texas. We're surrounded by rich people, but are they really rich? Right. You know, how do you define rich? Right. You have a multi-million-dollar house that you don't own. Right. You have a great job that allows you to pay for the house that you don't own and the car that you don't own. You have payments for your kid's school. You have a bunch of fake money in the stock market. And then you have Andy, who doesn't have a job, uh, doesn't have a home, uh, doesn't have a, doesn't, right? You know, it's just yeah, all just nothing. Keep but the <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's or, pretty or, much or, you're or, just or, Andy. Or, or, or Steve, it, 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 it's wealth and being rich. It, 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 is it just what you have in your bank account, or is it your quality of life? You know, well, I've got a ranch here that I, that I inherited, yeah. you know. I, I, I inherited this ranch. I, I'm sitting heart? pretty, you know. If I can make my property taxes, I know that I've got a roof over my head, and sure. I know I've got ground under my feet that's as much mine as possible. But my quality of life, the world around me has, has turned into a freaking nightmare. Do I have quality of life? No, I'm sorry, I don't. I don't have yeah. friends. I don't have family. That's all been destroyed because of what I know. You know, do I have quality of Same life? Club. No. So I don't consider myself rich, even though I know I, I don't have to worry about a roof over my head or anything else. You know, I'm pretty well set, and and, and I, I'm and I and I don't have children I have to worry about. I don't have grandchildren I have to worry about. You know, so uh, so I can look at this at this whole nightmare with a very clear perspective and absorb all of it and actually see and accept what's going on. Not, not that I accept it, but I accept what is going on, what I know, and, and what's been done, and how it's gotten to this point, and where it's heading to, you know. Um, I, I can see it very clearly, because I don't have to worry. Say, I, I don't want to hear that. I've got children and grandchildren I've got to worry about. It's like I don't have that, that encumbrance, you know, if you want to call it that. And, and I, I'm in a weird, unique position. Yeah. And... Um, and, but I'm very alone. And, I don't have good quality of life. Sure. I have, and you're, you're I, I should, really not a good person to be handing out red pills, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you're really not a good person to be handing out red pills, Alan. You know, no. because, uh, oh, know. well, the first of all, people go, oh, shit, I'm going to be as happy as him, right? And, and, and that's not really a, a dig or anything like that. But but kind of, <clears throat> like I was saying with the, the, the Texas independence crowd, you know, as I went over there, and, I, and I'm going to carry on this person until I'm done with them, you know, they're going, well, we expected to see more people here. I'm like, that's pretty damn funny, right? You know, and you don't really understand what the hell's going on here, because once you buy into this, this, this thought frame, they're still at the beginning stages of Texas independence, and usually that's an old person going well what happens to my social security you're all oh crap really what you know you know you, you, you want to know how i met steve o'brien i met steve o'brien at a ron paul meetup group on the mark Plot, coffee shop uh, basically a town square in fredericksburg texas and and that's when i first met steve o'brien and, and he was this computer guy commander. He'd sit down at the Ron Paul meetup, and he'd flip open his laptop, and he'd be typing on the computer. Stare at my screen. He'd look up and, he'd, and he'd say something. You know, that's how I met Steve O'Brien at a Ron Paul yeah. meetup. And there was like, what, ten people there maybe at the most? Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, uh, you know, most of the time that I did that, I was without Internet um, back at the farm that we lived or the place that we lived. I, I, and I, so I, when I, I, when I got near the Internet... Plan. I would sit there and I'd suck down every web page that I can about every subject that I could. 
right? Because there was no internet when I was offline, and I was detoxing from internet uh, overexposure. But that was back in the early days. Now I'm still connected to the uh, internet, I, I thought, but I am a big FBI plant. So did a lot of people, I, you I, know. I, I thought Steve was a plant at, at the Ron Paul meetings there because he'd come in and he'd sit down and he'd get on his computer, and I'm like, man, this guy's an FBI. He's plant. He's in. He's an infiltrator. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so so. Going back to the beginning of the show when we were talking about the first one of the first questions you brought up was uh, what was, we got solutions. We're all about solutions and stuff. At least the Texas and the Texas, uh, you know, whatever, everything, at least they got some sort of organization. They're willing to go. They don't even care if you turn your cell phones off when you come to the meeting and stuff. At least they got you there and they got you talking about something that may or may not be a solution depending on how many people you can get. But then you say, well, there's only 10 people here. Holy crap, we're not making any progress with this solution. Although it could be a solution somewhere down the line if we could get people aroused about the entire thing going on. So therein lies therein lies at least somebody did something i can't get i couldn't call you guys up and then and then have you guys call some people up and then have those people call some people up and we go to an elks club or something and go there and discuss what we need to do if nothing else we don't have to fight against the government but at least we can come up with a co-op like alan was saying earlier or or or, or you can dance with you know no they ain't that ain't gonna happen that ain't no, that ain't gonna happen. No, it's not. You know, people. Hey, people enough, can gosh. keep trying it. That's true. Not until it gets bad enough, and then some people will go. Okay, maybe I'm gonna have to play with this person, right? And we're gonna have to. You know, when one of the first things, Alan, you brought up the the past. Right when I first got here, talking to one of our friends that was here before. Well, I was, you know, before you were. He was a, a part of the Patriot movement, right? You know, oh, yeah. or whatever the hell John we could. He, he used guys, to, yeah. he used to, yeah, he was involved with all those guys. And he used to tell about uh, the times where he was trying to get everybody together, right? And he said, well, we used to hold meetings and we'd get together and we'd talk about stuff. And, and, and he said, well, how did that go? And he says, well, found out that, well, everybody wanted to kill each other, and everybody just sat there and fought <laughs> with each other. And it's just like, well, I'm not going to talk, but this person's an idiot. No, 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 no. So you, you can't do it. You create these groups, and then everybody's, you know, I don't know, belligerent there, is the right only, There's only word. someone who wants to be Adolf Hitler or Benito Mussolini or someone, you know. Mm-hmm. This, this is what I was talking about, about loose affiliations of people with uh, that, that kind of understand sure. what's going on. And, and During so, 2012. So when the crap hits the fan, when it does happen, you know who you can pretty much count on. You know, it's like, you know, you, you know who's good, you know, you know who has construction equipment, who can build, who, who, you know, who can do this, who can do that, you know. You, you, you have, a, you have a, a variety of people, you know, when the crap does hit the fan. But until that happens, trying to get a group together and keep a group together without someone trying to take hold and saying, well, I'm the boss. No, hey. not, I'm the boss, you know. Hey, um, hey. You know, it, that, that, that's just human nature. When we were coming up to 2012, guys, you got to hear this one. This one was really fun. I was living over at Alan's 
friend's house with him. And we had this other group of, of friends, the loose affiliation friends type people, and they were preparing for 2012. And then they decided the exact opposite of, uh, well, Alan and my philosophy, right, which is loose affiliations. We know you, love you, dislike you, whatever. We're, we're, we're there. We're, 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 we, we know your mindset. You know mine. But they decided to go the, the opposite direction. And they had property, and then they had a compound, and then they were partitioning off the compound, right, for, um, so you're going to get this parsec, and you're going to be this. You are a colonel, and you are, <laughs> I'm like, on what the hell is this? And so they were actually forming a military unit for, well, it wasn't really military, but it was going to be military class on, set on, up. On the verge of communistic. It's like, it's like you've got good the verge. and it's got good and, like, it's, and it's got good soil. Really? You're going to grow the vegetables. And, yeah, it was almost uh -huh. communistic, you know, to where, you put, to where so, you're told what you're going to do on your little piece okay. of Okay. So do yeah. you get to boss me around, or he gets to boss me around, or all y'all get to boss <laughs> me around? I'm not too sure, right? But yeah. you know, going in there was 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 fascinating, and I guess that's what I really like about the end of the world. You get to to know some of the scenarios and whatnot. Ah, well, chance is ping ponging back in. Here we go, one more time. Damn, chance back number to three. Chance. All right. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Snake Eyes, Chance. What's up, dude? Hello, guys. I My call dropped before. Alan, you said something. It's identical with me. I own all my property, my home, my vehicles, everything outright, free and clear, right? So I'm in the same yeah. position you are. I'm comfortable, but I'm not rich, but I'm comfortable, right? But let me tell you something. Don't think just because you own everything outright, they're not going to get you another way. They have plans for people like that, such as probably raising mm -hmm. all the utilities sky high, nickel and diming us to death, making more no. regulations for us. See, that's the plan they have for people like us. Raise yeah. your property taxes. That's the, no, we yeah, that's have the nothing. Plan. That's the plan they have for people like us. People on a lower level financially. Or just taking. What's that? They can just take. Taking. They can yeah. just take it. They don't have to have it's, what's it's, called it's an excuse domain, or a reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've got ways to deal with everybody on every different financial level. Believe me. Uh, and I think they're going to uh, come That's hilarious. Yeah, well, they do. That's how devious these bastards mm -hmm. are. You know, they're going to come after us. We're going to make it. All right, you'll own everything fine and dandy. We're going to raise your taxes three times what they are. We're going to raise your water rate. We're going to raise your electric. We're going to... Raise your vehicle insurance. See, these, these SOBs got it planned. I mean, I don't think just because I'm a little comfortable now that they're not going to get around to me. They're going to get around to me just like they're going to get around to everybody. All of us. Because they're determined mm -hmm. to bring in that new world order and make us all slaves. Hey, Chance. I mean, don't kid yourself. Chance, even, even though you're on a uh, monologue line now instead of a cell phone and stuff, they're still monitoring you. Oh, I, I mean, know that. You know, they hate they know, you know what? You Let me tell you, They Andy. know you speak out. <laughs> These SOBs hate the fact that I don't have a computer or an Internet. They hate the fact I don't have a cell phone. Don't you think that burns their ass? All right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. You know, I know they can still watch you, Chance. They can still watch you. Oh, I know that. I know that. But, they, yeah, but 
Yeah, but oh. the beast is never satisfied, Alan. They want more. Right. I know. They want to know, hey, maybe this guy's hiding something. We got to know more about this guy. <laughs> he don't have an internet. He don't have a cell phone. We can't track him like we track everybody else in the area. Let's go after him. That's what goes on in their deranged mind. Yeah. For sure. Hey, hey, hey yeah. folks, you know, this is, this is kind of crude, but, you know, I've eaten so many black pills this morning, I'm going to go take an ebony turd in, in my <laughs> sometime in the future. <laughs> Dude, we can't talk about that on air. Alan, I think they call that a coal tar poop. Oh, my. <laughs> go, go take a coal tar dump. All right, guys, thank you now. <laughs> All right. Hey, Chance, if you think about it, give uh, give Stacy in Florida a call. She'd really like to talk to you. <laughs> okay. Hey, so one of the things I wanted to share with you guys, um, and we probably don't have enough time during the show, but you know that guy that jumped the judge? Um, in Vegas. Well, hey, yeah. Las Vegas. You know, we're, we're talking about Vegas today. You know, they're getting him for attempted murder now. Isn't that the way that the, the legal system works? Hang on, so, hang on. He, he, dove, he dove over the uh, the uh, judge's uh, desk and missed her. Uh-huh. He missed her. So how do you get whipping Well, he got her hair. He got her hair and he laid his hands on her, but he's for attempted murder. And, um, yeah, well, I guess we got to figure out what's in his heart and what's in his soul. But, you know, normally, if you were attacked or I were attacked, you see, we, we have a system that is broken, completely broken. And on one side, the police and, well, the, the courts... Right. And the politicians claim superiority to us. Right. Whereas this judge was trying to. Well, I think a, a fair argument could be made. and Maybe that's the libertarian in me. Uh, the judge was trying to murder this person. Right. His name was Deborah Reardon. Right. Now, he was a violent person. Yes. And he'd been a. Uh, in trouble for violence for a long time, but he was in court. 28 previous convictions, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she decided that he was going to prison. Now, when he decided that he didn't want to go to prison, he attacked her, right? Because he didn't want to go to prison, and now he's going up for attempted murder. And it's kind of like, well, wasn't she trying to murder him? And I'm going, they're like, no, she was trying to put him in prison, where, well, most likely he would be murdered or die or it's going to destroy his life. You know, you can't even defend yourself in this world under our laws. And it's horrible. If you're convicted of manslaughter or conspiracy, you don't have to be convicted. It's like you go on probation for two years. But if you get caught with two ounces of weed, you go to prison for seven years. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, you, you kill someone and you get off the slap on the wrist. You get caught with some weed or a little methamphetamine or whatever, you go to prison for years. And, and when we deal with the, those kind of statements like, well, if you don't like the laws, why don't you get somebody elected to remove the laws? And it's kind of like, are you kidding me? And we'll get the right people in. Yeah, that's going to work. 
You made another Callahan. valid point for the black pill. You made a very valid point for the black pill. You said it right off the bat before you started this story, that we know that these courts are rigged again. See, that just gives yeah. you even more incentive to be a black pill or a gray pill guy. I mean, so look, I'd like to go sue somebody who just ran over my foot for no reason or something like that. But because this person was a Jew or whatever they might be, they, they, they get off because... Whatever, the, the entire right system now, is rigged against this now. Yeah, right so that's now, more of a right field. now, they have programmed our society to behave themselves up till slaughter. So, you, so you'll sit there and the police will show up at your door. You will let them handcuff you, drag you, incarcerate you, bring you in front of a judge, and throw you away. They'll take away your life and everything. And then they'll say, Stop well, if you don't like Stop it, resisting. Stop resisting. Get, it yeah. get it changed. There, People are going to come around and they're going to get red-pilled to the fact that, well, you know, that we even give people tickets and, and charge them more if they're doing something illegal and then they try to hide it from the cops. Right? It's kind of like, well, you know, um, of course he's got pot. And he threw it on the ground and stomped on it, and you're going to get him for destruction of evidence, impairing a cops in his job. It's yeah, like, well, yeah. it's his duty to get that stuff off of his person, right? Because he doesn't want to go to jail, or she doesn't want to go to jail. That's his duty. Protect yourself, right? But no, they want you to protect the rule of law. So it's messed up, and I don't want to come against the, the, the cops out there. If we had a just system, and they were, yeah, I don't know what a just system looks like. I really don't, right? You know, well, maybe there's a victim. Uh, if there's a victim, there's a crime. There's got to be a victim. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. Is there such a thing as limited anarchy? I mean, you know, it's like, yeah. Uh, you know, sure. there, have to, there have to be some rules and well, some, you know, uh, you know, so, where some, is you the know, basic you know, tenets uh, of civilized society. If we're going to live in, in large groups, if you're going to just live out in the woods by yourself, it's like you know, yeah, total anarchy is great. But um, but you know, no, you know, it, this is where all, all these systems, you know, communism, pure communism is not a bad thing. Pure capitalism is not a bad thing, but it all becomes crony, you know, oligarchical, yeah. whatever the hell you want to call it, you know, well, the powers that be. Control every situation. Hey, gentlemen. Go on, Andy. We're, we're at the end of the show. My last point yep. is, is this is how you get freedom. You harm nobody or you harm nobody's property, and you do what the hell you want to do. And that's the way society should have been set up from mm. the get-go, and I believe that's the way it was set up. But that's really the truth. If there's no victim, there's no crime. So if you harm nobody's property, because if you do harm somebody's property, that there's a victim. If you harm somebody in general, there's a victim. But we've got all these laws that have no victims, and that's why we have such a high... We have the most people in prison. Hey, love you guys. Hey, uh, love y'all out there. Take care, my friends. My, my RB and Okay. Stay tuned, folks. Red Pill Politics coming up next. Mr. Dave. <laughs> Bye. And the farther sky Paid attention to each little blessing in this life a more intimate connection with the spirit world Learned as a community and equally taught every boy and girl The tree of life is us, my friends we are... 
Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new Ease-Off drop and lift? What in the world is an Ease-Off drop and lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. 